Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm Just our, keep it simple. Uh, I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Bravo Bros. Two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav Bros. No. Oh. Dude, stop with the voice. Just the vo- keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. Brav Bros. Good job. Good evening, everybody. This is Betsy Wurzel, host of Chatting with Betsy and Passionate World Talk Radio. Jeannie White is the producer. It is Wednesday, April 1st. Happy April Fool's Day. And I hope you didn't play too many jokes on people. But we all need a good laugh at this time. I have a really special guest with me today. And I call my friend Sue Fernandez the walking encyclopedia. When Sue Fernandez talks, you better get your paper, you better get a pen, and you better start writing down information. It is very valuable. I learn something from Sue every time she speaks. So get ready, folks, because here is Sue Fernandez. Welcome, Sue. Thank you for coming on. Hi, Betsy. Thank you for the invitation again. I appreciate it. And thank you. Oh, you're welcome. World Talk Radio to Lillian and our um, Earth Angel with Passionate World Talk Radio. um, You're welcome. Thank you for coming on because when... You know, that old commercial, J.P. Morgan, <laughs> when they talk, you need to listen. I say when Sue Fernandez talks, you need to listen. <laughs> you need to take some notes because you, and you're welcome. It was because of you, Sue, and you were the one who told me about filing a complaint through, uh, you know, Medicare. I never heard of Levanta before, and you told me that. And because of you and because I listened to you, I filed a complaint. So thank you very much. I always learn something from you all the time. So no what problem. Um, great pieces of information do you have for us today? Sure. Um, first of all, as usual, I have a lot of resources uh, for the caregivers and their loved ones. Um, recently, because of this unprecedented, unprecedented event with this virus, there's been a lot of resources for caregivers and their loved ones, and I'd like to share them. One of them is through Belltone. They're offering free batteries for hearing aids. Their number is 1-800-BELLTONE, and they're also providing free mailing. So that's one resource. Crocs, you know, Crocs shoes, they're offering free yes. shoes to help. They're offering free shoes to health care workers. The program is called a free pair for health care. They're offering the classic style. You may want to Google that. I didn't get their uh, email or phone number, but again, they have a free program called a free pair for health care. Starbucks is offering a free drink for health care workers. Sam's Club's offering concierge services for seniors. They also have special hours of operation. In addition to that, Betsy, many supermarket markets have special hours for seniors. As a matter of fact, you probably need to call them before you go out there 
because a lot of these supermarkets have changed their hours. They even have specialty hours for senior citizens. Here in California, they just started a new program called um, Behavior Health Warm Line. And what that warm line is, it's for non-emergency emotional conversation. Because of this ep- epidemic everybody's experiencing, they offer free counseling over the, over the warm line. That warm line number is, it's called, um, it's Fresno County Behavior Health Warm Line. Now, this is for my local one, but you, you could probably call them if you're in another state or another um, county in California. You can call and ask them. Again, it's for non-emergency emotional conversations. That's area code 559-600-WARM. Another thing I wanted to mention, Betsy, was this. Um, there's a lot of price gouging on there. And do me a favor, listeners, Follow a report with your Attorney General's office. I did this, and I was speaking to Betsy early in our conversation today, and what happened was I went to the grocery store, I'd say, you know, two minutes from my home, and I purchased a can of Campbell's soup. Well, I purchased it, and I thought it was extremely high, but it was a luxury, and it wasn't, you know, a a high-end soup. It was just Campbell's chunky soup. And the price was three sixty nine, and I know it was expensive, but I says, well, you know, it's a luxury. I really enjoy it, and so does Jim, my boyfriend. So I bought it, and I came back home. Well, coincidentally, Jim had gone out to the grocery store to buy his necessities. He buys the same can of soup from Walmart, and the price was a dollar seventy eight. So I know people will say, shame on me. For buying it for three seventy nine, but again, I don't do that every day. But even though they gouged me, I'm thinking, how many other things are being gouged? Unless you really pay attention, it's it's just criminal. So what I ended up doing, luckily, I had both of my receipt here from the one store, and he had the receipt from Walmart, and I filed a complaint. I contacted my attorney general's office. It was a very simple form to fill online, and I explained to them the situation. I also mentioned that I have a receipt for both for both items if they wanted to contact me. It's going on, Betsy. I know my brother had posted. He lives in Southern California, and he was sending through Facebook some information about a liquor store price gouging for cases of water. Normally a case of water is, what, 3 or $4 for a 24-pack? This right. liquor store mm-hmm. was asking twenty dollars. What? For, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So they reported him. I don't know what the results were, but back here to Fresno, they caught someone here at a liquor store for price gouging. They fined them ten thousand dollars. Wow. So we, we need to do that. And and even though I had the money for this can of soup. What about people that don't have the money for the can of soup? And this is a big chain. It's not a mom-and-pop shop. This is a big chain, Betsy. So, again, I encourage people to check out their grocery tags and um, do, you know, comparable pricing. Check it out. And if they're gouging you, report them. That's not right. That's not right. One of uh, the other issues I wanted to talk to you about, Betsy, was regarding the new uh, stimulus bill. 
And please, when I discuss these, I would really appreciate your listeners to pay attention because every state is different and they're offering different benefits. This morning, the Treasury Department just released the new guidelines regarding the stimulus bill. It's also called the CARES Act. Here are some tips for caregivers. Actually, it's mostly for everyone. Mortgage payments are being delayed. I highly suggest you contact them and continue to be in communication regarding your issue. Communication is important. Ask them what kind of relief they are offering. You're looking for leniency policies, and I quote, you're looking for leniency policies. Some mortgage payments will be paused for three months, but in July, the payments are due in full. So please pay attention in reference to when you have to pay that full amount back. Pay what you can on your mortgage payments to show your willingness, and it will give you a stronger negotiation position. Again, each state has different policies. For example, forgiveness, uh, utility bills on hold, things of that sort. One other issue was if you lost your job, the unemployment checks will be retroactive to the day you lost your job. There is no one-week hold as in before. Uh, Worst-case scenario, foreclosure. They are not going to process uh, filings. This will allow you time to talk with your lender. So, again, they are not filing foreclosures. Know your cash flow, what your priorities are, food, medicine, health insurance. Then if you can, as I mentioned, pay what you can to the mortgage company. Again, it will show your initiative to pay the bills. And don't forget, people, if they foreclose on everybody, they're going to be losing a lot if people can afford their mortgage payments. So work with them, please. I ask you to continue to work with them. Um, In addition, Congress enacted legislation that would require certain employers to provide paid sick leave during this public health crisis. However, the new policy will not reach all uninsured workers. Under the emergency paid sick leave, provisions in the Families First Coronavirus, Coronavirus Response Act, workers in all public agencies as well as some private firms with between 50 and 500 employees must be compensated at least a portion of their regular pay for 14 days if they take time off to address health needs for themselves or family members or to take care for children due to school closures. If workers need more than 14 days off work to care for children due to school closures, they may be able to obtain up to two-thirds of their typical compensation for up to three months. But this policy does not extend all workers and employees at businesses with more than 500 employees. These new leave policies take effect two weeks after enactment of the legislation, and the benefits are not retroactive, which means that uninsured workers are already, who already took leave due to coronavirus would not be compensated for that time. Betsy, one other thing is this. It's very important if you do communicate with your mortgage lender or anybody in reference to pause payments or they're going to throw these payments at the end of your loan, please, it's very important that you, get, um, that you document your conversation, find out who you spoke to, get their direct number. Also, and more importantly, 
Have them email you your discussion and agreement of terms. What I'd like to talk to next, Betsy, is if your loved one is in a facility. This is really tough, and I know it's pulling on a lot of people's hearts. If your loved one is in a facility, a lot of them are using Zoom and FaceTime. Know that there are hackers looking for personal information. Uh, the the, the pand pandemic is new to everyone, so there are no plans or coordination available. I highly suggest that you be in daily communication with the administrator of the facilities. I personally belong to a few aging groups and Facebook pages where the facilities are engaging are educating themselves on a daily basis. Remember, this is a pandemic situation and no one has ever experienced this before. One of the most one of the most recent situations is the 9/11 attack. There is no comparison to what we, to what we are experiencing. Some facilities have retained their patients in their room. They are unable to come out of the room, so please be be patient to their caregivers. Uh, I called a facility today, Betsy, and I asked them what can they do if they're accepting flowers. I suggested can they accept, you know, um, bundles or bulks of snacks for their favorite, their loved ones and things of that sort. I suggest doing that. They also suggested what about sending um, – a meal to your loved one from one of the restaurants. That's helping the economy. Another thing is have a jigsaw puzzle made up of the family. That would get their attention. Things of that sort that they could still do on the outside. Just let your know, loved one know you're still there and that they're, you, know, you care for them. Again, caregivers, please be patient with your loved one's facility. Remember, they are providing care for you because you cannot. This is an unprecedented situation that has gone worldwide, and no one has ever been in this type of situation. Um, I have a word for the day for you, Betsy. Sure. Production Act. Let me describe what it does. It authorizes the president to require businesses to accept and prioritize contracts for materials deemed necessary for national defense, regardless of a loss incurred on business. It also allows a president to designate materials to be prohibited from hoarding or price gouging, but harms incentive to produce at low profit or even loss. Also, that authorizes a president to establish mechanisms such as regulations, orders, or agencies to allocate materials, services, and facilities to promote national defense. Again, that was my word for the day, and I'm hoping and praying that our president will do that. I know he did that in reference to um, ventilators, but I personally feel, and this is my feelings, that he needs to do that on other PPE equipment for, you know, for our uh, hospitals, caregivers, professionals, and, and home caregivers. Um, it's a big deal, Betsy. Again, I just wanted yes. to share some tidbits regarding the CARE Act Feel free to Google it. It's under CARES, and I said CARE, but it's CARES, C-A-R-E-S, Act. And there's all the details on that, and you're going to have to be vigilant when you're looking into this information, and hopefully maybe once a month I'll update to your listeners on the CARES Act and what they should do and shouldn't do. Again, I just ask that you be patient but yet vigilant when you're taking care of your loved one. And that's it, Betsy. Sue, this is why I love you. 
Thank you uh, so much, very much. That was very informative, and I learned some things. And I wanted to add also to the listeners, those who live in the United States, Mm -hmm. I don't know what other uh, European countries are doing, but here in the U.S. with the stimulus package, be very diligent about scammers. They're going to be out there fishing for you. In a heartbeat. heartbeat. Yes, they'll be, you will have people probably either via uh, email, maybe a message or your phone asking you for your social security number to get the stimulus package. Do not, I repeat, do not give it out. If you've uh, filed the federal tax return, trust Mm -hmm. me. The IRS and Social Security, they know your number. Exactly. <laughs> they know it. <coughs> and, and they will again, not contact like you. Like I said in the beginning, Betsy, every state is different. So, right. So, you know, every state and, and more mortgage companies different with their policies and things of that sort. So don't, ex- don't expect, what's the word I want to use, um... You know, again, every just like I said, every state is different, and they have their rules and regulations. So you have to do thorough research. And again, this may be a little bump that the caregivers need. Uh, yes, I even I had the um, Affordable Health Care Act. I right. called them up oh, and good. said, you know, I'm not working. My son isn't working, and so I had my income, so I had to report my income, but mm-hmm. I had my uh, premium adjusted for May, mm-hmm. and I have to send them a whole bunch of uh, proof, but if you are on the Affordable Health Care Act, oh, call up your marketplace. It. There you go. Good for you, Betsy. Yeah, call up your you're marketplace. Do- you're going to be doing the resources next. Good for you. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is you've had time. You've had time since the passing of, of Matt. So, yeah. you know, like I said on Facebook, I wish you were here in town and we'd attend these workshops, uh, workshops and seminars together. They're very informative. Yes. Uh, oh, they are. And also, I mean, it is called different names in different uh, states or towns. Yes. Where I live, my senior centers are closed, mm-hmm. but I am getting counseling via the phone. Reach yeah. out. I tell people this all the time. Reach out to your senior centers and say, you know, what are you doing for the residents via phone? Exactly. What kind of services doing, do you have? And I'll, I'll tell you what they're, they're doing. A lot of them are doing that telehealth. <coughs> it's becoming more and more mm-hmm. prevalent. I knew this as a fact a year ago when I attended a workshop for the VA, the veterans. And because uh, there are certain rural areas here in Fresno, they can't drive an hour and a half one way, you know, to be seen for, you know, their doctor and things of that sort. So VA, what they did, and again, this was a good year, year and a half ago, they provided the veterans with easy computers to do telehealth, me- telehealth medicine over their computer. All they have to do is hit a couple of buttons and boom, the doctor's on there and they can talk to them. And it saves them their health their money for, for, you know, the gas and things of that sort. So it's getting more and more prevalent now, and a lot of people are doing the Zoom and Facebook 
And there, too, as you mentioned, there's hackers on Zoom and Facebook, too. I'm sorry, FaceTime. They're looking for personal information. You know, you and I could go on Zoom and I'll say, yeah, I'm working at ABC Corporation from 8 to 5, and guess what? Someone's hacked it, and they've come into my house because I divulged that I'm gone here in Fresno from 8 to 5. You know, so you just have to to be very careful. Yes. I always tell Josh, um, do not post when you're going out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't post right. when you come back. Do not ever right. say, I'm going out for the day. I'm going, you know, right. these people say, hey, I'm going away on vacation. Or <laughs> they're showing pictures of their vacation. Well, you know what? You just let everybody know that you're not home. Right. Um, and, you know, technology is great, but you know what? They could Google where you live. Exactly. And that's kind of scary, but that, that, that happens. I mean, it, it does. And as far as utility bills, uh, so I know with my phone company, um, I asked, I won't mention the name of the phone company. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but it's one of the major ones. And I said, well, do you, are you letting people um, get away with, you know, not paying it now? Or right. they said, you pay what you can. They are extending it. But what will happen is you will get socked with that huge amount. So they're encouraging people, please pay what you can. Right. Well, and because and, and, I, I got into a dilemma last year, and I, I'm trying to think what I paid them. Oh, I know. They allowed me to pay it. Not that I needed it any more than that one time. It was that one big giant bill that I get like in January, right? So they were they allowed me to pay it like add add another hundred dollars to my next month's payment, but and again not that I needed it I just I asked them out of curiosity, can I do this you know at the end of next year They says you can only do it once a year. So there's that stipulation and and I I, I understand it's just like I said you know we're renting an older condo that has the old windows, and I have eighteen. 18 feet ceilings here in the master um, living room and dining room and it's the original windows and so talk about a big PG&E bill it's just enormous so what are you going to do and I have to share something Sue because you were talking about the uh, CARES CARES Act or the yes Yes, um, my mom, who's 90 years old and was a young girl, a teenager, through World War II, she mm-hmm. told me that during World War II, they stopped producing certain things in factories and started making airplanes and bombs. And she doesn't know why the president has been shutting down some factories and having them make ventilators. <laughs> so, well, well, but it's it's true. She's so that that was a Korean War where they enacted that, and he yeah, can't but, do that. But he's just doing it for ventilators. Personally, I think it's uh, a thing regarding business. He's a businessman, and I think if he if he invokes that uh, production, uh, what's the name of that? Production Defense Act, it's, I mean, they basically, he could literally walk up to a company, tell them, you're not making airplanes anymore, you're making ventilators, and this is what we're going to pay for them. That's it. 
He can do that. He was in communication with GM, but they couldn't work out a price, so he finally walked and told GM, this is what you're going to do. He can do that with our PPE equipment. He can do that on all kinds of other things. Not only that, I'm sure you've heard the news. So if I'm XYZ Hospital, guess what? He's having all the states bid on ventilators. So if I want to buy a ventilator for, I think they start at $25,000 in California, guess what? New Jersey says, tells them, listen, I'll pay $45,000. So who gets the bid? New Jersey does. It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be no, that way. shouldn't. So it's, he can um, that act not only with GM but with other corporations. Yeah. I mean, in World War II, right. I mean, the, the women were working in the factories helping make the, right. you know, uh-huh. the Riveter, um, right. doing, you know, airplanes and whatever needed to be done. Right. You know, people uh-huh. just, yeah, parts, they jumped in and, and do it. And I have to say this in honor of my dad, uh, actually whose birthday is this month, you know, oh. people are asked to stay home. It's not a big yeah. deal, people. You're not it asked to go fair. over. Um, my father was in the Navy World War II. You weren't asked to be on a ship and out in the middle of the ocean and be attacked. Or like right. my uncle dropped over into Germany and shot at. You right. are just asked to stay home and stay six right. feet away from people. How hard is that? Be respectful. Right. I can't help. I've got to get on my soapbox. No, I, I understand you know. totally. I I totally understand, Betsy. Yeah, it's, not it's difficult. I I, just, yeah, I just it's think bad. it's the lead generation. They want to do what they want when they want it, and they want it now, and they don't want to wait. And again, that's right. my soapbox. Um, it's it's totally irresponsible. Totally irresponsible. They're not thinking of other people. Yes, and you know it wasn't like that. You know and my parents' time, and, you know, they did ration back in World War II, and, you know, when I go to the store now, um, they can only buy, you know, one or two products of, of an item, certain items, uh, meat, um, you know, paper towels, toilet paper, cleaning right. uh, sanitizers and things like that, and, you know, if we could just get down to human decency and right. kindness. And, you know, Sue, we were talking before, and I want to bring this up because you were a caregiver. I was a caregiver. This social isolation, folks, this is nothing new to a caregiver. Caregivers do this all the time, can't go out when they want to. They have self-isolation. There's no one to watch their loved one. And, Betsy, the difference is, guess what? If you're you're, um, us being in isolation, we can walk out the door and go for a brief walk. If you're a caregiver, you can't. That's right. So welcome to the new world, non-caregivers. That's right. And this is something that, you know, it's beyond your control, Mm -hmm. but you will eventually get your independence back, and caregivers eventually get their independence back, but they don't have their loved one with them when they do. And that's the sad part. But, you know, this is isolation due to a, to a pandemic. 
it's not isolation due to your family and your friends turning their back on you and your loved one. Right. And so imagine that, listeners, if you're not a caregiver, you know now what isolation is like. Well, imagine what isolation is like when your family turns their back on you because right. your loved one has an illness. And dementia, any kind, Alzheimer's, frontal temporal lobe, whatever dementia, it's not contagious like coronaviruses. So you don't exactly. have to worry about catching Alzheimer's. Right. Right. You're so right, Betsy. And, you know, um, it's really um, difficult. You know, I heard, let's see, the mayor, uh, mayor of New York or uh, Governor Cuomo saying that some people might even have to share a ventilator. Oh, yeah, they're thinking about splitting them, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, that I, is I just was, like... I was invited... Uh, I'm sorry for interrupting, but I was invited to, it was a national Facebook page, and they created it. It's called COVID-19, not COVID-19 Resource. And coincidentally, I was invited to a local one here, but I'm, I'm kind of keeping in touch of the national one. And they are just, there are all kinds of organizations in the medical field, medical staff, that are trying to create devices. So it would allow to split up the ventilators, not to one, but to two. And they're working fiercely to do that, Betsy. You know, people are they are looking into 3D stuff, all kinds of stuff. They're trying to, you know, connect the dots. And it's just, it's yeah. just what they've come up with is miraculously. Um, but again, they've got to get it approved. And, and that's, you know... But again, the the president can do that if they find a good model to follow. But um, there, it's just it's just unbelievable. Like I said, it's called a COVID nineteen resource, and I don't know how I got invited, so I liked it because I wanted to look into it. And it's all kinds of medical medical professionals that are talking about, you know, building parts for the ventilators, splitting them up. They're asking questions. You know, and it's all above, above me totally because it's all medical, you know. And these right. ventilators are very intricate machines. So, again, they're, they're looking. They're out there and they're looking for it, Betsy. I sure hope some, someone comes up with some, some ventilators quick. Yes, and also the um, mask and the gloves and the right. shortage uh, the personal uh, protective equipment for doctors and nurses and other medical mm-hmm. uh, care workers, you know, I think it's pretty, <laughs> I'm going to give my own opinion here, I think it's really gross that a nurse has to bleach a mask or use some kind of other sanitizer to use it again and again. Myself, right. and I'm glad I'm not in the medical field um, anymore, Right. that would just make my asthma even worse if I had a breathing Clorox-soaked right. mask. Right. Um, and, you know, I just want to give a big shout-out, a thanks to all people who are on the front lines, doctors, nurses, uh, emergency people, policemen, policewomen, firefighters, CNA, you know who you are. Janitors, market. Yes, um, yes, market. Guards. They're out there, ambulance yes. drivers. 
Yes. Uh, all of you who are helping uh, people and are, you know, the neighbors checking up on neighbors and, right. you know, the, um, or everybody who's doing over and above, thank you. Uh, I want to say a big thank you to all of you because it's rough. It's rough being a nurse. I know. I worked as a nurse. And I couldn't even imagine working in that type of situation. And they are asking retired nurses and doctors (laughs) to come out and help. (laughs) And here in New Jersey, and I think New York, I might be a lover, but I'm not sure, they are um, graduating the interns and the nurses early to go out and work. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> so it's, um, it's you know, drastic time. measures, drastic times. Right. Take, you need drastic measures. And um, I want to encourage people, you know, don't hoard. Think of your neighbor Um, don't put yourself at risk and your loved ones at home. Please do social distancing in a store. I was in my local supermarket. I'm in an aisle. People come right next to me. I Uh walk away. Right, right. (coughs) I know I I went to the grocery store yesterday, and I noticed there was (laughs) black pieces of tape in line, they were fought, they were like about six feet apart. So that got my attention, and sure enough, I stood in back of that line, and there was an elderly man in front of me. And what happened? He sneezed big time in, in front of me, and I thought, oh, thank God, I'm you know, I'm six feet away from him. But um, you can't help it; you have to sneeze. But luckily, yeah. like I said, I was a good six feet away from him. And if not, I would have been the whole focus on him, I'm sure, because he turned his head my way. You just never know. You don't. You really don't. I just, um, I feel kind of in a sci-fi movie. Like I I said earlier, you know, stealing paranoid. I'm thinking, does that one have the virus? Does that one have the virus? Right. And, you know, I'm very cautious. I do uh, my precautions, but you still... You don't know. Mm-hmm. One and thing, too, I, I want to mention, Betsy, and I'm sorry for interrupting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are an employer, even if you were laid off, please remember, you're, most of you, not all of them, but some of your employers have, oh, it's called an EAP, Employee Assistance Program, that you're entitled to free counseling or resources. So reach out to your employer, even if you've been laid off. I'm sure a lot of Very people good. have seen a lot of people have seen that flyer on the wall in the break room, the lunch room, and you just looked past it. But guess what? Now you're going to need it. So you need to find out what that 1-800 number is and take advantage of the resources for yourself as an employee and for your loved one. Absolutely. Again, I've used that myself. Employee assistant program, yes. <laughs> yes. I use that with Matt's company um, at least three times. Right, right. I used I mean, it. I you pay received. For it. I mean, it's, your employer pays for it. It's free service. Yeah. I received eight free mental health visits. There you go. 
and um, you know that's that's a help. And right. my heart goes out to all the caregivers, professional and personal ones, right. taking care of uh, loved ones in a facility. Uh, people who are taking care of the loved ones at home. Right. And I feel for the ones who can't visit their loved ones, I really do. Right, uh, right. This is really a, a very unusual time that no one's experienced before. I mean, even 100 years ago when there was the Spanish flu, we didn't have this mm. mass population traveling and uh, media. Right. And, you know, it was just a different time. And now... It's really um, a time not to be selfish or self-centered, you know. And it's not, I'll tell you the difference. I want to share this. It is selfish for a person to go out and stand close to someone when you know you're not supposed to. It is not, and I repeat, it is not selfish for you as a caregiver to honor yourself and do self-care. Because you need it to survive. That's the right. difference. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to um, say that because in this stressful time, people do need to do self-care. And it should oh, be a definitely. time, I feel, you know, self-reflection. Communicate, people. Communicate with your loved ones. Right, right. And, again, the non-caregivers, they don't have to um, – well, they're not. We're all, you know um, – in our rooms or houses and things of that sort, but, you know, send them a gift package. You know, what, what, how much is that? Forty, fifty dollars You know, send them some flowers so your, your mom or your dad knows you're thinking of them. Send them, send them some snacks. Go buy us, you know, a ton of snacks and drop it off in the front door. You don't have to visit them. Send them, you know, food. You know, there's a lot of restaurants still open, so do that, caregivers, non-caregivers. Communicate. Yes. Yep. There's a good old fashioned phone. <laughs> you know, you can uh, pick it up. It still works. Or pick up your smartphone and press in the buttons and do a phone, actual phone call. You know, we're so used to texting or emailing. Um, pick up a phone. Write a letter. That's old fashioned. Exactly. Uh, send a card. Send a card. Yes. I'm thinking of you. Right. Exactly right. Is there any other words of wisdom you'd like to share, Sue? Because I know you are just um, <laughs> full of wisdom. <laughs> Vim and vigor. No, Betsy, but I do thank you for the invitation, and we'll talk again soon regarding updates on the CARES Act <laughs> to educate the yes. caregivers and their loved ones. Thank you, Betsy, for all that you do. Well, you're welcome, Sue. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Anytime you want to come on, you just let me know. Send me a you know a text, and we could set something up. I'm not working now, so I'm pretty much available. And anyone else who is listening, if you'd like to come on, chatting with Betsy, and talk about a topic, I talk about the taboo. You are more than welcome to come on. And I want to thank Sue Fernandez again. I hope, you know, you listeners, when you listen to this, listen to this audio cast a couple of times. 
uh, with pen and paper and share it with your loved ones because there's a lot of information on here and uh, resources. Sue, can they contact you on your Facebook page or email? Sure. On my Facebook page is great. <laughs> and Sue is, um, Sue, you are the woman. <laughs> so, uh, I want to thank Sue. Sue gives a lot of information and resources, not just to my uh, support group, hashtag kick Alzheimer's ass, but also to other support groups. And always very informative, always helping people. And you are uh, a wonderful person, Sue. Thank you, Beth. So I wanna, appreciate it. Thank you again. And I want to thank Jeannie White for writing the blogs. Excuse yes. me. Let me call. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, please read the blogs. It's full of information. And you can learn something. And also, just stay home, folks. Take care of yourselves. Use precautions. Be kind. Do your social distancing. And be well. Be safe. And caregivers, hang in there. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. Do self-care. Honor yourself. And I want to thank everyone for listening again. This is Betsy. Wurzel, host of Chatting with Betsy. Till we talk again, be well. Bye-bye now. <laughs>